Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another program. Great to have you with us. If you are new to Leader Manager Coach, a real warm welcome and thank you for joining us. Please subscribe and um, fill your boots with the episodes that we've got available. We believe on Leader Manager Coach that we offer amazing insights, fantastic philosophy, ancient wisdom and key insights and true, true knowledge about success, about leadership coaching and particularly in the beautiful game as well as sports but also with the universal principles that that spread themselves through success in life so welcome along to leader manager coach and i hope you love what you hear now this week's episode is again courtesy of the amazing henry nowen and um, some of the things that he he teaches in his writings and as I say please check out the books and uh, fill your boots with whatever floats your boat but as I, and again as I always say sometimes it's just one thing that you pick up from a particular book a podcast an episode that might just be the thing that is the final key in your lock it's the, the last combination you need your lock so fill your boots enjoy and um, let me know what you think so here we go so if you're a leader you're a manager as a coach teach your students teach your athletes your players the people in your organization that there is nothing to fear you know, I think the days of ruling by fear are gone. And I don't mean there shouldn't be respect. And I think sometimes there's a fine line between fear and respect. And I don't think there's anything wrong with fear as, a, as an emotion. But what I mean is show by example and lead by example, as Nowen says, that uh, don't let fear hold you back. You know, frightened of making a phone call, frightened of putting yourself out there, frightened of making a mistake, waiting, watching. You know, I've been guilty of that myself so long, spent so many hours wondering if I should do this, wondering if I should do that. Let's take action. Number two dare to be different look your players will all have their own attributes they will be totally individual probably come from different parts of the world your children will be different the people in your organization will be different you are different celebrate your differences and dare to be yourself i was just listening to a real good friend of mine being interviewed on another great podcast podcast called we built this city and it's about the great people that manchester has produced and 
a friend on there called Danny Donicky. And Danny epitomizes what it is to be oneself. He is not afraid. Maybe he is afraid, but he certainly gets over that fear of being himself and being open to criticism, to ridicule, whatever the world will throw at you. And as Ryan Holiday tells us, you are going to be criticized. The higher you put yourself up, the higher you stick your head over the parapet, the more people are going to have an opinion. Teach those in your organization that you lead that that will be the case and they have to be themselves. Okay, number three. Teach your people that whatever it is they're looking for, whether that's to improve their skills, their techniques, their challenges, get over their challenges, be better, that the, the answer to what they're looking for to a, an amazing degree lies within them. They are the ones who have to search. They are the ones who have to try to put the effort in, to work, to do what it takes, but the answers come from within them. You know, as a coach, as a facilitator, it, it, it's a fallacy to think that you are the one who does it for them. It's not like that at all. Life doesn't work like that. And it's pretty obvious, isn't it? That when you bring children into the world, that you're there to guide. And that's what we are, guides. So teach those who you work with to dig deep within themselves, to find what it is they're looking for. You might just be a sounding board. Next one, people are going to make mistakes. If they're out there doing it, practicing, trying, driving the miles, putting the hours in, meeting the people out on the grass, whatever it is, mistakes are gonna be apparent. So. As Michael Jordan says in his amazing statistics, you know, I missed so many hundred free shots, so many hundred of these, so many of these, so many of these. I failed this many times, but in doing so, that is what was necessary for the successes. So remind yourself that failure is okay. You just have to pick yourself up, learn to deal with it and get on with it. Next one, there will be pain. There will be defeats. There will be wounds. There will be massive disappointments. And it's easy to talk about, but when that emotion hits you, it's there. Loss, failure, disappointment. Envy. What else can you think about in a sporting life, in an elite sporting environment, uh, out in the world that doesn't involve at some point all these kind of emotions? And we have to learn to live with these things. It's no good 
living in a world where we just want the good bits, the silverware, the happy days, and we don't deal well with the mundane, with the black and white, with the tough impatience, the thing that takes 10 times as long as we think it will do, and all the things that go with putting a layer of paint on, another layer of paint, another layer of paint, and another layer of paint until we've got it to the place that we want it. And it's teaching people by example that that is the journey. It's falling in love with that as part of the process. Yes, we're on a journey. Yes, we have a vision. Yes, we are looking for the sunshine. We're looking for that plateau. We're looking for those hires. And of course, we're looking to move on. But it's dealing in the now on an everyday basis with all these things. And when these difficulties come along, we deal with them, we lean into them, we accept them for what they are, and we we allow the emotions to be. You know, it certainly isn't about not showing emotion and being worried and covering things up. You know, we need cultures and environments where people can be themselves. Next one. Teach people to be grateful for and to shine a light on their strengths. I was listening to Danny talk and he talked about how some of the world's most elite professional footballers, when asked what their strengths and weaknesses are, can hardly tell you what a strength is, but can give you a list as long as your arm of all their weaknesses. Now, as Danny quite rightly pointed out, in my opinion, how can that be right? And how many times do you hear coaches saying, a player can't do this, he can't do that, he can't do the other. What we need to be doing more of is saying, this is what this guy is great at, this is what this girl is great at, this is what I'm good at, these are my strengths and going out there and showcasing it and doing it and embellishing it and being proud of it in a in a humble way but focusing on those things as well as you know trying to round ourselves and polish ourselves a little bit and be better in the areas where we're not so good it's all about how we think about it next one Choose responsibility. The world will show you an easy path away. There will always be a way to hide. There will always be a back door. There will always be a way to drop your head, drop your shoulder, move on and not be involved. Now, what I'm not saying is become a general manager of the universe and take on everybody's individual Challenges, problems, difficulties, situations. You have to learn to say no. I'm talking about accepting responsibility in the areas of life that you're involved in, your coaching, your games, your practices, your training, where you can be better. And having that 
understanding that if you open yourself up to learning and open yourself up to being proactive, you actually take control of the situation rather than putting the blame onto somebody else and saying, you deal with it, it's your problem. That is what a leader does. Next one. Learn that if you're going to listen to somebody, if as a leader, you're going to spend time with somebody, you are fully present. Watch yourself. Turn your body towards them. Watch them like a hawk. Give them eye contact. Listen to their words. Watch their body language and be fully present. That in itself will be a cure for many ills. Because often, and find, ask yourself this question, that is all that people want and need. And that in itself, as much as it's difficult to do, and it's draining, it's hard work, it's something that we have to learn, particularly in this era of technology and invasive social media, to be able to be in a quiet space, fully present and aware and available for somebody is a rare talent and a rare skill and people will walk on hot coals for it. And if you can create that in your organisation, in your family, your business, you will have an amazing, amazing asset that will yield results beyond what you can imagine. Next one. Remember there's no such thing as a small thing. How many times in your life experience do you get really frustrated by little tiny things? A shoelace breaks. It's a tiny piece of cord. It frustrates the life out of people. There's a traffic light at the top of the road. It causes a two-minute delay. It frustrates people. A seal comes undone within your drinks bottle and it leaks in your bag. It's a little tiny seal. What the consequences and the frustrations of that. So there are no such thing as little things really. And it's doing those little tiny things for yourself and for other people that make all the difference. It's those little tiny incremental things that make such an impact and, and, and make the difference between average and great. And those little things are also evident in practice and training and success. So if you see that little spark of enthusiasm of success, praise it, pour petrol on it, throw a match on it, let it light. It, you know, there might be a little spark of change and that's the thing that you're looking for. And from that can grow an enormous fire that can burn a whole forest down. You know, from a mustard seed, a little tiny grain in the middle of your palm 
can grow a plant and then another plant and another plant and another plant and another plant and another plant until you've got a forest. That is the kind of thing that you're looking for in little things because great things come from small things. It, 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 it's this looking for great successes all the time that is so difficult and makes life so challenging for everybody. And if you can learn that gratitude and, and, and that insight to look for and see those real small changes in those you're working with, you will see great progress. We've said this many times, but be open to learning. The day we think we understand is the day we come to a stop. It's never over. We can always learn more. It doesn't mean you have to doubt yourself. It doesn't mean that at all because you will have vast experience of your work, your life, your career, your industry. And all that is massively valuable. But be open to learning. There's so much learning out there nowadays with podcasts, with apps, with articles, and all the normal media channels, social media. It's all there if we choose to get it properly and to hone in on what it is we want and need. And the last thing from Henry now, and which is linked to what we've just talked about in terms of being open to learning is be a receiver. A lot of leaders out there are great givers. And, you know, you are giving your time, you're giving your thought, you're, you're, you're planning, you're, you're, you're thinking in terms of an organization and a team and a culture and, and, and thinking for other people. You also need to have a source yourself. Be a good receiver from anywhere, from where people offer you whatever it is they're offering you. Be open to receiving. You know, I've been guilty in the past of saying, no, it's okay, thanks, I'm fine, I'm fine. Thinking, I can deal with this, I can deal with this. Be open to receiving. And certainly make sure that you're plugged in to your source, whoever that is, whoever you, you get your mentorship from, whether that's professional mentorship or it's just mentorship that you pick up the phone and chat to somebody. The guidance that you need, make sure that you have that receiving port in your life that you can get inspiration and sustenance from to help you on your own journey. All those come from Henry Nowen in his amazing books and the one in particular, um, which I've been looking at, uh, is uh, available from Amazon. So check him out and um, you'll find some amazing resources with uh, that gentleman. But I hope you can put one or two of those small things into practice with your players, with your staff and share and let's see where we go. Listen, as always, great to chat. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye-bye.